We are two women, both cancer thrivers, in the battle of and for our lives. Initially meeting because we were bald, we started sharing our stories and cheering on each other's journey. This is a safe space in hopes to help others in their own journey to learn and know they aren't alone in the experiences. Today's podcast, I am interviewing team leaders and outfitters with a program called First Descents. It's a wonderful program where they support cancer patients as well as MS and caregivers with these outliving it adventures such as kayaking, surfing, and rock climbing. Now the sound audio is not perfect and so please be patient with that but the information is priceless. Please enjoy this recorded podcast with First Descents. Okay, so I'm sitting here with Nomeo and Lil Mo with the First Descents program and Sundance Kayak Company, right? Did I say it right? Sundance Kayak School. Sundance Kayak School. And this has been an incredible week for me personally, as well as those that have been involved in my program and I know you have blessed thousands and thousands of lives as this program has been going since 2001. A little she works for First Descents and so tell me a little bit about your role within the company and how you're helping others. Yeah so I have been with First Descents for about three and a half years um, working like on the office HQ side of things Um, I have been involved in the program specific, so planning and developing and um, mostly working with the logistics side of the programs, which means um, I'm mostly working with our outfitters and our lodges, um, trying to set everything up beforehand so that when participants show up and lead staff show up, um, it's all kind of coherent and smooth, um, talking through uh, different adaptations we can do, the flow of the program, and uh, mostly trying to find gems like Sundance more out there. Mm-hmm. And for those that don't know what First Descents is, because I came across it as a friend told me about it who had participated in the program, can you explain what First Descents is, its, its purpose and, and its role that it plays? Yeah, so um, First Ascents is a uh, nonprofit that puts on free outdoor adventures for young adults with cancer, MS, and then now healthcare workers. Um, and outdoor adventure to us, uh, we mostly do um, surfing, rock climbing, kayaking, uh, we did ice climbing and skiing. And so it's basically um, what First Ascents slogan is, is outliving it. Um, and that means that we want to empower people, um, through the power of the outdoors, um, to embody themselves and feel better. And we believe it's a, is a form of almost therapy. Yeah. Fantastic. And now Nomeo, our fashion forward expert, (laughs) tell me about your role and how you have come into First Ascents, but also how you have seen through your role, how that has impacted others' lives. Um, 
Well, I'm Nomeo, and I'm the owner of Sundance Kayak School, and uh, my role has been um, on the uh, outfitter side, so we're the kayak school that uh, takes people kayaking when they come to a first descent program on the Rogue River, and our our job is to teach people kayaking, teach them how to read the river, decision-making, risk management, um, and our the goal is to uh, give people the skills so that they can incorporate the river into their lives and become river runners themselves. And what I see uh, as I experience these programs, which happen to be the the coolest thing I've ever done in my professional life, um, is I see people enjoying the uh, magic of the river, the kind of the medicine that I've been taking large doses of my entire life um, just as a river person, um, which is all the lessons that it's taught me, um, because the river is the one that does the teaching, really, um, how to go with the flow and and kind of be your best self and charge it, how to have confidence to do things um, in, a, in a dynamic environment surrounded by in beautiful wilderness and incredible scenery and um, and doing it with other people who are also stoked and having a great time. Uh, and that is just the nature of the river lifestyle and river tripping. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I see is um, folks coming from all walks of life, from everywhere, and um, becoming one with the river and, and getting in tune with nature and challenging themselves to exciting things. Mm-hmm. It's a week-long, roughly, program. And you have people coming in Sunday. How do you see them change by Friday? Well, I, it's hard to say that for everyone because everyone is comes to us at a completely different uh, point in their journey um, of their diagnoses or their career or what's going on in their life. Um, what we've seen and, and actually what we've done studies with is that um, it enhances your, people have an enhanced sense of um, community. That's like one of our key pieces is that we want to pe- for people to find and feel community and connection. Um, they tend to feel less alone, which is same, same. Um, we've had a lot of experience of like people feeling less depressed, um, less anxious as the week goes on. But I mean, other than the, the hard like studies that, you know, you can look up and it's, it's interesting to see, I think just noticing human to human, I think I see like a, 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 some sort of relaxation, like some sort of like deep breath of Mm -hmm. sorts, like from the beginning of kind of this awkwardness or nervousness or maybe um yeah just tightness I feel like I I by the end I just feel like there's like everyone feels this openness and if I'm being honest like a sense of love that's what I tend to see I had a an experience with Nomeo quite a long experience today (laughs) as I made a choice to jump off a rock but I am so afraid of heights. <laughs> and I stood on this rock 
nauseous, ready to cry. And Nomio is sitting right by my side and being like, it's okay. Like, you don't have to do this. <laughs> and I was like, I absolutely 100% have to do this. And I will do this. I just don't know how I'm going to do this. And I've, I, I experienced that a lot throughout this week that I've noticed through myself and through the others is this sense of love and patience and almost an etiquette in how you treat people that I just found so nurturing and loving. <laughs> A, how do you do that day in, day out? What is your why really behind all of this? Like, obviously, I think you have a natural ability to love a complete stranger but then you also have this this piece of you that's so definitely passionate as I have even complimented on this week but that you can take people individually and you bring out a piece of them that maybe they just weren't sure was really in there I mean for me it was you saying well we got to wrap up today and I finally jumped like, so how, how is that, what's the right way to really answer or question this is how you're working with people, not only in a group, but one-on-one -on -one to bring out their, the best sense in them. Well, uh, I kind of, my role has, I, I try to keep track of everything. I'm, you know, sort of trying to uh, be a ringleader in some way. So it's multitasking is part of the answer also practice um, um, but yeah to as a facilitator having uh, an entire you have a different levels of experience there's the experience that happens for uh, the team of of river guides or what have you that are trying to um, have the best day ever and then you have the experience of the group as a whole and in a community or a team sport or something that's on your radar to like make sure that that our stoke and our vibe is 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 fun and that's that's a river trip that's like let's keep this trip awesome mm -hmm. then on an individual level like how did that happen that's a deep question I, I guess short answer would be when I the river changed my life and everything I I know about life I learned from the river that may sound corny but the reality is I was a just a very insecure and angry kind of frustrated I don't know when I was a kid I was not stoked on my self-image I didn't have confidence and and all those things and my dad took me to Sundance kayak school to learn how to kayak when I was 11 and the instructors that I had were amazing and they very gracefully and gently pushed and prodded and helped me learn how to kayak and Actually, the learning how to the kayak was the catalyst, and then those instructors were just sort of guiding, making almost the introduction to the river itself. Um, and the river is the great equalizer. It doesn't care who you are, where you come from, and it uh, it rewards effort and openness and just being yourself. Like you're, it's it's not easy to learn how to kayak, so you have to be willing to let go of some of your ego and um, and just embrace the fun and experience. So that's what changed it for me. And then becoming an instructor helped me to hone those skills and, and embody them. 
such that when I started helping other people live, have a better day and experience, uh, it slowly changed my my life. And so it's very personal to me when I um, work with somebody or have, have spend time with them on the river that what it's all about. Uh, camaraderie and adventure and fun and reconnecting with that inner the inner kid in all of us. You brought up that you've had these life lessons that you've learned from the river. And you gave a very beautiful speech today that to me was very, very touching down into my soul. I feel like what are some of these lessons and how can that really impact somebody? You say go with the flow and what maybe are a couple of your favorite lessons and how would that help, especially where this is geared towards people who are going through cancer or gone through cancer or even as a supporter to them uh, what would be kind of that message that you've learned from the river that you could reiterate for them well go with the flow is low-hanging fruit but that one really is one of it's popular for a reason because i i think we can all agree that it says says a lot about how to deal with uh the inexorable flow of time in all of our lives the other lessons that you may have heard me mention that I, I really like are, are uh, look where you want to go, not where you don't want to go. If, if anybody's ever heard of the law of attraction, it, it really works. And so just pointing positive with, with your intention and also with your eyes and, um, and, and aiming for a positive destination that's a that's a way to run rapid successfully uh, in the river and in life. So we've had Wild Bill join us. Hello, friend. Hello, hello. <laughs> what made you decide to join First Ascents and uh, in your role? But also, why would anyone want to join and be a part of First Ascents? So I like Nomeo is our outfitter for this week. I came from the outfitter side um, or was introduced to First Ascent from the outfitter side before getting hired on as now a lead staff. And that was a handful of years ago um, down in Colorado doing ice climbing programs. And to be honest, I'd never heard of First Ascent. It was just kind of booked work as a guide. And um, pretty immediately upon being exposed to the magic of FD, you know, I, I made it a point to continue to come back and, and where I find myself cycling or I found myself cycling with the guiding service is like I was only going to come back if I got the FD trips. So I finally kind of reached this point where I was like, I should probably just work, try to work for FD. And I got kind of lucky um, in that there was a bit of a, a hiring cycle or an opportunity to make that jump. And because I'd been kind of teasing at it all along. Uh, or, or as soon as I got exposed to him and was te- teasing about trying to trying to get hired, trying to get hired, and then the opportunity came up, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is perfect. Like, let me try. And so um, at that point, yeah, I got hired on and now work for FD as a lead staff. And I only do a handful of trips a year and still work in the guiding realm the rest of the year, but really try to preserve time in my schedule for First Ascents and for the work that they do. And I think what magnetized me to the organization is um, I've kind of moved through life being pulled in directions where people are doing work that uh, I, I guess I would call it kind of like tip of the spear. And when 
you don't have to be the only ones doing it, but you're willing to explore maybe a demographic or a, a, a venue or an environment where there's like, there's not a lot of people doing that because it's usually like hands off or it's usually unapproachable or people don't know how to configure that. And, um, I was really drawn to this environment where there, there really isn't a wrong way, right? Like we're kind of, I think trip by trip, figuring out how to fine tune, how to continue to connect people, how to continue to connect people to themselves or be their best selves when they leave or find a new love for a sport or um, a place. And I think I continue to have the opportunity to give that to people or to, to expose folks to that. And I think First Ascent's still continues to kind of be that progressive style of approach to these um, opportunities that folks just haven't had uh, in other uh, in other times through their experience mm-hmm. with cancer or now MS and healthcare workers as well. You mentioned that there's a magic in FD. What does that spark for you? So I think fundamentally at FD we pride ourselves and and we treat people, not patients, right? We don't like make the idea about being here from this lens of uh, whether it be an experience with cancer or MS, like we don't make that the centric thing and and how we try to connect people again to that like place or to just other people um, or to a new environment. And that's done just by like an immense level of presence, you know, and I think in our day-to-day lives, it's really hard to stay true to that presence by distractions from work or families or partners, you know, like it's hard to stay true to that um, and just kind of default to the rigmarole. And then you get like plucked out of your environment, dropped in these beautiful places, meeting awesome people. And you kind of get this opportunity to re-identify. And for a lot of folks, that feels like a temporary snapshot on the timeline of life. And I think the hope or that magic of FD is to like send people back into their quote unquote like daily lives with that new perspective of being like man I need to like shake the cage a little bit and continue that in my day-to-day life or continue to like look at myself and treat myself that way which commonly is like just needs to be in a little bit better of a way um and you know it's funny because I think that's like it's the the piece of it that is the magic is almost the intangible however it comes from an immense amount of intention you know and that uh I don't think is something that is like yeah not to be romantic with it but it's just really hard to put your finger on like oh this is the algorithm you know like here's here's the here's all the secrets it's just hiring really good people it's being surrounded by good people it's working with good outfitters it's just surrounding ourselves in the program and the community with good uh tends to send people back wanting to take that home that's absolutely amazing and that's everything that i have felt and experienced this week and i think as as a cancer patient sometimes at least me personally i kind of feel like i'm broken or maybe limited um i have all these side effects and not for one second have i felt this week like i can't or shouldn't or wouldn't do it it's been just this huge community that has enveloped myself as well as other cancer patients but for anybody who's even considering now like fd or first ascents maybe let's chat a second like how we're creating such a safe space for anybody with any type of 
maybe side effects or they may feel that they're limited in their ability to perform these amazing excursions. Does anyone have any word on that? Are you th- are you asking for like specifics of like what is our process of getting people on the, these programs with that? Are you looking for more of like the how how do you do it? How, how does it finesse into folks with thinking they have limitations and have both? Okay. Yeah, because I'm sure FD has their process. Yeah. And but then even just as you as a person and your experience in with FD. Uh, even know me like how do you get somebody into a boat to do these strokes that think like I've lost all my muscle strength or I have you know issues from lymph nodes or breast cancer to give them that confidence I know there's all the the process through FD and I'm sure they have you know the, the whole screening process of that but also just to say hey I believe in you and let's do this well I'll go first and then I feel like Nomeo has a real real good answer here um i just feel like it's like trust and stoke like i think anyone i think anyone who gets outside who are doing um, some of these activities that we do on programs have this feeling of like i need to share this this is amazing just like what nomeo said about um having the river changes life. And I think it's it's those people, whether it be lead staff or, oh, <laughs> I just touched Wild Bill's toe. <laughs> um, whether it be lead staff um, or outfitters, um, I think just that one willingness and like desire to share and bring people in. And then, um, yeah, I think it's treating people like people. Um, it's actually really, quite easy a lot of times to make little adaptations to empower folks. Um, I think folks are capable of a lot more than what their mind thinks sometimes. No meal. Well, I think every single person has it inside themselves to try things and to find that, that way. And there's a reason why First Ascent is built around uh, outdoor sports like rock climbing, surfing, kayaking on the river. And I'm kind of throwing it back to just the beauty and the wildness of the environment. Really, that everyone that that explores this chance and opportunity and, and signs up to do it and is willing to get on a plane or what have you to come all the way to a different place, put themselves out there, um, in many ways, we just need to make the introduction to the, the environment because that's what causes us to become our, our natural spirit animal selves out there in, in the environment. Beautiful scenery, but also challenge and uh, overcoming things that maybe you never have done before or, or you always wanted to try, but you had this fear and you never know until you try. Beyond that, gosh, it's a, it's a whole blend of encouraging you know, uh, coaxing, giving space for folks to kind of figure out how they want to take that first step and sort of maybe they're just dipping their toe at first and then maybe, okay, I did a little bit or I jumped off a little bit lower rock (laughs) today. And then you're like, okay, that wasn't so bad. Maybe I can do it. So I think especially for anyone who thinks, can I still do it? Do I still have that thing? Because I haven't tried in a long time. And that can happen to anyone in their life. To just 
give yourself permission to give it a try. You know, test drive this amazing place and 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 let yourself give it a chance and uh, you might really be surprised with what what you actually can accomplish. I love it. And that all of that is what I have experienced myself this week is is uh, being that challenged by choice, which is continually you guys have said you could do this or you don't have to it's just it's an option uh you don't even have to get in the river if you don't want to it's totally an option and i i want to thank you so much for the love and the patience and the camaraderie that has happened this week and i know that i feel a heck of a lot better personally even if I scream one night <laughs> out of our fire but what you are giving to people it's so much more than just a trip or an outdoors it really truly is giving an empowerment and embodying people with that confidence and ability to take and continue to move forward so I would just want to say thank you and thank you for recording this with me. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for asking. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for joining us. Our goal is to help uplift others. When you rate and review this podcast, it makes it easier for others searching to find us. Please be sure to leave a five-star rating and review and share with someone you think could benefit from these bald babes. Have the best day ever. I would, we're gonna be okay.